final Republican debate before the presidential primaries was last night, and it sounded something like this. Every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Thursday, January 11th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley went head-to-head in last night's debate on CNN. The debate was held at Drake University in Iowa. Donald Trump skipped the debate and appeared at a Fox News town hall instead. He's still leading in the polls, by a lot. So DeSantis and Haley were once again jostling for second place. And it was, at times, a spicy evening. DeSantis accused Haley of being in the pocket of big donors. Donald Trump's running to pursue his issues. Nikki Haley's running to pursue her donors' issues. I'm running to pursue your issues. Haley accused DeSantis of being a sore loser. Ron's lying because Ron's losing. Everybody in the country sees it for what it is. And both candidates criticized Trump. Haley took aim at Trump's claims that the 2020 election was stolen. And she called the 2021 attack on the Capitol a terrible day. Biden won that election. And the idea that he's gone and carried this out forever to the point that he's going to continue to say these things to scare the American people are wrong. Another noteworthy moment happened just before the debate. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie ended his campaign yesterday. But before he made the announcement, he was caught on a hot mic saying this about Nikki Haley. She's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. The Iowa caucuses, the first contest of the presidential nominating process, are next week on Monday. Number two. Donald Trump's plan to speak at his New York civil fraud trial was blocked. The former president wanted to deliver his own closing argument in court today, but his attorneys wouldn't agree to the judge's demand to have him stick to case-related topics. Trump still plans to attend the closing arguments, but he won't be allowed to make his own case. New York is seeking a $370 million penalty against Trump and his company for alleged fraud. The Trump Organization is accused of purposefully misleading lenders and insurance companies about Trump's net worth to get better terms in business deals. And if you're losing track, this case is separate from his four ongoing criminal cases. At number three. Israel is facing accusations of genocide in an international court today. The case was brought by South Africa at the International Court of Justice in late December. That's the main judicial body of the United Nations. It settles disputes between countries rather than people in accordance with international law. South Africa accuses Israel of committing and failing to prevent genocidal acts, quote, to destroy Palestinians in Gaza. Their case points to widespread killing, displacement, and destruction in the Gaza Strip. Israel denies the allegations. The case increases international pressure on Israel to stop its war in Gaza, and this week's hearings may lead to some immediate orders to alleviate the suffering there. But enforcing these measures could be tricky. The only way to enforce an ICJ order is through a vote of the UN Security Council, where the US would likely veto any such action. And a verdict on the question of genocide could take years. Number four, Alaska Airlines canceled all Boeing 737 MAX 9 flights through Saturday. This is the latest fallout from last week's terrifying accident, when a gaping hole opened in a plane during a flight. 
Yesterday, Alaska said it will cancel all of its flights using these planes, while it waits for approval from the Federal Aviation Administration to begin formal inspections. Airlines have already been carrying out their own inspections, but the FAA has a formal procedure which is required for the aircraft to be cleared to fly again. And the cancellations will cause some major headaches for thousands of passengers. They'll affect 110 to 150 Alaska flights each day. And United Airlines, the other major U.S. operator of MAX 9s, said it expected significant cancellations. Between them, Alaska and United have canceled about 1,800 flights since the MAX 9 was grounded on Saturday. Number five. An avalanche at a California ski resort killed at least one person. A huge mass of snow cascaded down a mountainside yesterday morning at Palisades Tahoe. That's a popular resort near Lake Tahoe that hosted the 1960 Winter Olympics. One man was killed in the avalanche and three other people suffered non-life-threatening injuries. More than 100 people combed through the debris field in a search-and-rescue effort. A large storm system had dumped a lot of snow in the area this week, which raised the risk of an avalanche. And another winter storm is on the way. That system is forecast to charge across the country today, bringing more blizzard conditions, thunderstorms, and possible tornadoes. At number six, Alabama football coach Nick Saban announced his retirement. Saban led Alabama to six national championships during his 17 seasons with the Crimson Tide. He's considered to be one of the greatest football coaches of all time. And he's going out on top. His team won the SEC championship and played in the college football playoff again this past season. In a statement last night, he called the University of Alabama a very special place to him and his wife. His decision means that the storied football program is looking for a new coach for the first time since 2007. Number seven. Ancient DNA helped solve a long-standing medical mystery. For decades, scientists have been trying to figure out the possible causes of multiple sclerosis. It's a debilitating disease which makes people's immune systems attack their nervous systems, and it's most common among people from Northern Europe. Now, a new study of DNA from thousands of ancient and present-day people may have worked out why Northern Europeans are most at risk. It appears to be the result of an evolutionary trade-off. 5,000 years ago, sheep and cattle herders migrated westward from Asia to Europe, bringing with them their pastoral way of life. They also brought a gene, which may have protected those people from their livestock's various germs, but which also seems to increase their descendants' risk of MS. It's the latest finding in the effort to find out how things that happened many thousands of years ago are having profound effects on the health of people today. All right, you're all caught up. If you're enjoying the show, you should share it with a friend. Wherever you're listening, just hit that share button and send this episode to someone you know who needs a snappy roundup of today's news and tomorrow's news and every day's news. You get the picture. I'm Hannah Jewell, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.